you know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. You're listening to Smart to Death Radio. Hey everybody, it's the interview queen, Alicia Toot here, and you are currently listening to and obviously enjoying Queen's Court. Hi, I'm the Asian sensation, Kanji. You're listening to Queen's Court. Hi guys, this is the queen of Queen's Massage talking, and I am so happy to introduce you to the Queen's Court. All right, everyone, welcome to this episode of Queenie Chats with your girl, the Queen of Any. And I have a super special guest today. My pals over at Ringsiders Pod uh, had this gentleman on for a chat and said, you know, tagged some people and said, y'all, y'all should talk to him. And look, yeah, I've been wanting to, but I'm really excited it's happening today. I have a whole lot of dude, the heavy cruiser rate crashed Jackson. Hello. How are you? Uh I'm doing as good as one can be with everything, <laughs> with all the quarantine and everything that's going on at the moment. It's crazy, isn't it? Oh, being, <laughs> being stuck. I love my roommates and stuff, but like, you know, being stuck in the house all the time is taxing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. difficult for sure. And it's hard to believe, too, looking at the calendar, right? It's, it's May 9th, and we've been in here for... Like two months. <laughs> it's been a long time. I feel like it should be May. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I feel like it should still be March. I know. Time is weird because it feels like it's been about four years <laughs> in quarantine. Uh, but yeah. in reality, it's it's been, you know, 60 some or almost 60 days. But man, it, it definitely doesn't feel like it should be May. It feels like <laughs> I need like a little reset button. I don't know about you, but <laughs> I want to reset. Just the full, like, just skip the, go ahead and skip the 2021 and just, like, redo. I know. Forget it. <laughs> Erase it. Move on. Hey, guys. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's absolute craziness. And, um, you know, I, I am glad, though, that it's given, you know, you and I an opportunity to chat. And, you know, we have to find some silver linings. But <laughs> it is crazy. Like, how are you, how are you doing with all of this? crazy insanity uh i mean as good as i can uh constantly having to find something new to watch on netflix or (laughs) uh and like trying to like stay in shape with the gyms being closed luckily i have a home gym in my garage 
So that helps um, not getting as much like in-ring cardio because with like everything. But like here the last few weeks, we've been able to like reopen up the OF4K Academy with like having like limited number of students come in. Mm-hmm. So that's allowed me to be able to like get in the ring a little bit, so I'm not so rusty whenever we come back. <laughs> well, hey, that's good at least that you were able to get in there for for something. But I know it's been. I feel like we've been all searching for new shows and like new things to watch and get into. What have you been binging? Uh, Dave on Hulu. Uh, yeah, Little Dicky. I love that show. I'm so ready for season two already. Uh, <laughs> I rewatched The Office again. Uh, oh, my favorites. Um, Parks and Rec, rewatched that already. Um, just started watching Community. I don't know why it took me so long to watch it, but I mm-hmm. love it. Uh, there's another show called All American on Netflix that I just started watching, and that's really good. Also, just started watching The Outer Banks. That's also really good. My stepdad put me onto that. And, nice. But uh, I don't know how long we're going to be kind of stuck in quarantine, so I'm I'm going to run out of those eventually. <laughs> it's too soon to watch some of them already. <laughs> I know. Well, I could put you on to Ozark. Have you watched Ozark yet? I have not. I've heard, like, really good things about it, though. Yeah, put that on your list. It's got three seasons up there, so it'll take you a little bit to get through. I mean, it's not, you know, as accomplished as a, as a vet show like The Office with all those seasons, but <laughs> well, it's I, something. I feel like you're underestimating my binge powers. <laughs> I don't I don't under, underestimate anybody's binge powers because <laughs> I finished series in, like, a week. <laughs> so I, I okay. just started watching Community, like, three or four days ago. And I'm already on, like, the fifth season. Oh, damn. So you're committed. You're one of those. All right. (laughs) (laughs) You were a real one. (laughs) Not that I expect anything less, but, hey, we got to do something in this crazy time. And uh, other than binging, like, we've been video gaming and, like, trying to Zoom, hang out with happy hour with people. That's about it. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So, So many games of Madden and Call of Duty. Oh, I can imagine. That's what we're doing here. We're playing Call of Duty, Super Smash Brothers, uh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I need the new it's been Mortal going Kombat. crazy. What's that? I need the new Mortal Kombat. You really do. It's actually so good. The graphics are crazy. It's just blood. It looks like it's 3D in a way, like coming out at you. It's awesome. That's <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Oh my God! It it's it seems like a strange thing, but there was a time pre-quarantine, and you know, so much has changed. And I'm hoping soon we can get somewhat back to normal. I know all of us fans miss wrestling just as much as, and you know, you guys more for sure. But uh, so we want y'all to be back uh, soon. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed, but I want everyone to be safe and healthy too. So uh, it's tough, right? It's a tough thing. So it's so tough because like it's it's almost like a there's like no end in sight because we have like these expectations of like when everything might get back to normal mm-hmm. but and that could that could change in a snap of a finger in like a day so you don't want to like be so hopeful that like oh maybe we'll be back in june or whatever but that could change by tomorrow and then it's pushed back to september 
So uh, just trying to stay positive and, but also at the same time, be realistic. Right. Because you don't want to get your hopes too up. So then whenever like if something changes for the worst, you're not going to be that disappointed. <laughs> That's a really good mindset though. That's healthy, you know, have a little bit of hope and not too much. So you're not crushed and disappointed, <laughs> oh, but keeping oh. that, keeping that realism intact. But before there was quarantine, all right, before there was all this craziness, obviously you're taking the Midwest and other areas by storm here, honey. And, uh, I've been loving what I've been seeing from you in 2019. And obviously uh, I was hoping for more in 2020, but here we are. But that's okay. <laughs> Soon there'll be more. It'll be all right. We'll, <laughs> eventually it will. Um, but I've always been kind of curious as to like, what was it one day when you woke up and decided like this, this wrestling is for me. Like I have to do this. What was that moment for you? Uh, Well, it was a, I, whenever I was a kid, I always wanted to be a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started watching wrestling in the 90s with my dad, and uh, a large part of my family, we all watched the pay-per-views every time it came on. Big, huge family get-together, watched them. There's like 30 head of people in the crammed in the living room watching and just fighting and arguing about who's going to win and who's not going to win. <laughs> uh, but then I kind of like took a detour away from wrestling there for – Probably about a, over a decade because I started watching football and I fell mm-hmm. in love with that. And so then uh, I started playing football and I played football all through like the the end parts of elementary school, middle school, high school. I played some in college and then I coached football for three years. And then I was since I was done with football after a couple of years in college uh i needed to do something like athletically because my whole life i've done sports and athletics and i needed to like fill that void because i wasn't getting to like play football uh so i found wrestling uh through a local like independent promotion near my hometown and luckily i had a buddy that i graduated high school with he was wrestling so i hit him up and i was like hey what i gotta do to get in on this he was like, just come with me to the next show and like we'll get you, we'll get you rocking and rolling. And that was like it. <laughs> so after <laughs> that, uh, I had my first match March 21st of 2014. So uh, I've been going at it for six years. And whenever I first started, it was kind of like a hobby just to kind of like ha- give me something to do because mm-hmm. like I said, sports all my life. And then I started picking it up more and more uh, like with more monthly shows, then it turned into like more weekly shows. And then I started traveling a little bit more and doing a little bit better, started selling merch. And I was like seeing that I could like potentially like make money doing this, uh, getting to like travel all over the country and eventually the world uh, getting to do things that I wouldn't get to do having a regular job, which growing up, I never wanted a regular job anyway, because <laughs> I'm trying to play football. Right. Right. Now it's, I'm a pro wrestler. And I think it was, it was probably like 2016 after I was a couple years in, 
Uh, I went to uh, Philadelphia. Ring of Honor was doing one of their uh, camps uh, and tryout seminars. I, I attempted I attended that, and it was like really eye opening about because I, I thought I was going to be the worst person there, and then I ended up I wasn't, and I was like, maybe I've got something in this. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm a lot better. What I, I maybe I could be a lot better than what I think I am. Hey, I'm so right. After I'm that, right. after like I had some like really good like words of encouragement from like some of the like coaches that was there, like Delirious, uh, Adam Cole, the Briscoe brothers, Kevin Kelly, uh, Cheeseburger, like all I love those. Cheeseburger. Guys, <laughs> I love burger. Uh, all those guys like uh, meeting them. Oh. Brutal Bob Evans and Tough Tim Hughes, those guys were there. I love Brutal Bob. Um, like getting to meet those guys and like learning from them, and then seeing what I can do, and them having like their words of encouragement, uh, and like hearing it from like an outside source from people who's like doing it and like living off of it. It it opened my eyes and made me want to take it even more seriously. So after that, it's basically been as they say, balls to the wall for the last four years. Wow. So, you know, that's interesting that you bring that up because I was also curious as to like, you know, all those those people that you mentioned, you heard those encouraging words. Did any one of them or, or even anybody else give you some sort of piece of advice that you really took to heart as you've been going balls to the wall, as you say, for the past four years? Uh, Brutal Bob Evans, uh, he always says don't just like run off to the circus always have like a game plan Mm -hmm. don't just go blindly and do uh chase after your dream because it may not work out so like uh, at least like plan it out and be smart with it um also from like where i was at that point whenever i was there uh someone at the camp asked they asked Kevin Kelly, they were like, they asked him something about using uh, promoters, but like not necessarily like using them in a bad way, but like using them to help get, get yourself like farther mm-hmm. in wrestling. And uh, they, cause they felt like they had been just being used themselves. It's like people just assuming that like whenever you get like a home fed in like some areas, they never really ask if you're like if you're available on dates. They just assume you are, and they just go ahead and book you. Uh, that's like a that's a thing that I've like been a part of before. And Kevin Kelly said, "You use them, don't let them use you, and make your money." And I, that like that was like a big thing that like stuck with me too. And that's kind of like something that's like been like in the back of my head. It's like we can like mutually use each other, like as wrestler promoter. But, like, like, I'm not going to, like, let them whore me out, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You're going to make make your own whore decisions. (laughs) They don't let them whore you out. There you go. I like that. A little bit of independence. You got to have that. You know, you got to take control. It's a great piece of advice. I'm curious, too, about when you developed your, you know, in-ring style and your in-ring persona and your character what makes crash jackson crash jackson like what what was like your mentality behind like i'm, I'm gonna create this and i'm gonna do uh, or be like this in the ring you know how, 
I'm curious as to kind of the backstory behind it. Well, it a lot of it kind of like stems from my athletics from whenever I was younger, like in high school and things like that, playing uh, basketball and football. Because like I'm I'm shorter, I'm a thicker build guy, and you would think that I would be kind of I'm slow, but <laughs> I'm not. I'm like deceptively like fast and quick and very explosive. Because uh, in high school I played running back. And I was playing at, like, 235 pounds, which is, like, very big for, uh, like, the area that I played in. Because most running backs there were 170 pounds to maybe 210. Mm. Because, like, if anyone was ever bigger than that, they were moved to something else. Sure. Normally, you put, like, your probably your fastest player at running back. So, uh, but, like... I was that big and still running my best 40 time was like a 4.8 and in the 40 yard dash. So like I was, I wasn't sacrificing any like speed or quickness for my size. And I feel like, uh, I've like translated that into wrestling because yeah, I can like pick people up and throw them around and things like that. But, I don't want to be like the stereotypical like short stocky guy. I I want to be able to be explosive and mm. just kind of kind of lull you and then all of a sudden boom smack. <laughs> so it's just sort of like boom like you take it slow and then out of nowhere just pop 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 real quick and then it kind of slows back down again. And I feel like my years of playing football and basketball and using like that has helped me develop my in-ring style and watching a lot of guys that like also have similar styles and then blending styles of like guys that are like heavyweights and cruiserweights and kind of like trying to blend that together. I feel like that's helped me basically put my style together because I don't feel like I'm like any one particular thing which right yeah I feel like that's will make me like valuable because I can do anything (laughs) well which is excellent you want you want to be versatile and I think that you definitely have that and watching you wrestling you know wrestling revolver and um rockstar pro and um tag teaming punks right yes and uh the last thing I saw you in was impact um in Dece- last December in that five way, I remember seeing you in there and I was like, damn dude, like you can do so many different things. And I, I love that about, you know, as a fan, right. Being a fan of, of wrestlers, I like people who can do multiple things or aren't that's, I won't say stuck in one thing, right. Cause people can just be specialists and just rule at one thing. And that's great. Yeah, of course. But I, I love to watch someone who, who I can see tagging and love them tagging, or I can see them in singles killing it and love them that way too and i'm curious as to your experience because uh, you have such a great tag with with the punks and in christian cobain it's so cool and then um you know your singles run so speak a little bit about tag team wrestling and and what it's like to kind of go back and forth between tagging and, and being in singles well majority of my career i have been a tag team wrestler mm-hmm. so probably five out of the six years i've been Going at this, I've been a tag team wrestler. Uh, my initial tag partner, Henry Shaw, 
Uh, he is also like one of my original trainers. Like he helped have a hand in training me whenever I first started. Cool. And uh, me and him tagged together for probably four years. And then I made the move to Dayton. And so then like we weren't able to like travel together as much because we weren't like uh, going to the same shows as often anymore. And uh, after I moved up here, uh, Cobain also moved not very shortly after I did. And then we were kind of thrust. We were put together and we both weren't very happy about it because we were <laughs> both initially <laughs> – we both were predominantly tag team wrestlers already. And we were like wanting to like get out of, out of that and be right. Same. But we had a conversation and we we're like, you know what? Let's make the best out of this. Cause you know, if, if we, this could get us a job on TV somewhere, we're going to, we're going to ride it, you know? Cause, uh, whenever it comes time, we want to be able to do anything. And there's a million singles wrestlers but there's only so few like good tag teams mm -hmm. so that, that was like our mindset so like that kind of makes us that we were thinking that would make us more valuable to like an impact or a ring of honor or whoever if being a tag team and it basically at first it was like very growing pains ish uh because like we also we were roommates so me and cobain like butted heads on everything all the, oh, man. <laughs> all the ideas for like our tag team moves and sequences uh how we would do our entrance uh ideas for music and t-shirts and all kinds of stuff like that and even stuff that not wrestling related like we argued about it. food uh working out uh what we were going to watch on tv uh just all kinds of stuff it was a constant argument but it was like a brotherly thing it's like okay like we're at each other's throats right here and then it's like hey man let's go get taco bell and figure this out <laughs> and it's like all right let's go and so then it's be back like nothing happened so it was like that brotherly thing and i feel like us like living together and training together like and traveling together helped build a chemistry in a in the ring and then i believe that's that helped our like really strong run that we had last year yeah uh, it's like that uh brotherly kind of like uh brotherly love i guess that's the best way to put it you know because like some of the greatest tag teams of all time were like their brothers like brother right. tag teams like the hearts and the usos and guys like that so we kind of had that, even though we're not, we weren't not related at all, but, uh, people meeting us and not knowing anything about us, they would have probably thought that we were because of how we acted with each other. Cause it was like seeing two brothers like hanging out with each other. Yeah. You have, you have great chemistry and clearly a great friendship. And even though you butt heads, that's a right friendship, butt heads. You can't be all rainbows all the time. <laughs> no, it's, not. it's no, it's never going to be rainbows. Like that's right. <laughs> if it was one of you are probably lying <laughs> true or one of you just didn't care as much and let the other one win <laughs> yeah. and it, whenever me and cobain argued it was always like it was always the bitter end about who was right and who was wrong always 
And I always. I, I always agged it on. I always tried to like get my point across, and he he would finally have gave up and just said whatever. But I would still keep going at him. <laughs> but I'm very, I'm very, I'm too. super competitive. I have to win. So all right, you got that <laughs> mentality. That's all right. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you spoke a little bit about in, in your story about that about you know arguing over you know merch and and all that stuff. I've always been really curious about this because I'm super into like gear, wrestling gear. How do you go about choosing that? Like, col- not so much like your colors per se, but that's very important, I think, too. But like pants or trunks or like a high boot or a low boot. Like, how do you go about deciding? Is it like comfort or like your personal style gets into that? I've always been super curious about it. Uh, for me, it's like a mixture of comfort and personal style and mm-hmm. like. What would Crash Jackson wear, basically? Yeah, right. I started off, uh, I wore like a high boot, and then I went to like kind of a, a shorter boot, and I was wearing like tights. Uh, I wore like the pleather shorts whenever I first started. Uh, I went from that to biker shorts, and then to long tights, and then uh, it went from that to torn up cargo shorts to uh, joggers. Uh, went to the skinny tore up jeans that I wore with Cobain. Yeah, yeah. We were the punks, uh, and I went from a boot guy to uh, a kick pad guy. Uh, so it really just kind of for me it goes with who is Crash Jackson at that time because it's always ever changing all the time. Sure, sure. It, it's a mixture of what would Crash wear and the comfort. And what what help what will help me perform better in the ring? And I don't know why it took me so long to wear kick pads and uh, wrestling shoes. So because they're so light and like airy, like the boots I've had were like they weren't heavy at all, but like the difference it's is big. It, it's it's uh. big, and so like I feel like that helps me move around even like better like that. Uh, and for me, I love picking a style like a look and then mm-hmm. having like a bunch of different colors in that like style if that makes any sense well yeah, that does, whenever, yeah. whenever i was growing up watching wrestling like guys like uh eddie guerrero and like rick flair uh chris jericho they had like that one look but they had all these different colors of, of that same style and i love that because like very rarely would you see them wear like the same thing like mold like oh like two weeks in a row so right. I, I love that so that's the reason why with like my my current gear i have red i've got purple i've got black i've got white i've got gray uh i've got like a military green i've got Ooh. i've got like a a black that's got like silver paint splatter on it. So, and I've got like multiple different jackets that go with those. I got different like headbands that I wear, different bandanas that like go along with it, uh, different like t-shirts that I feel like goes best with like certain outfits. So it's just like looking fresh and looking professional. So it's not like I'm not wearing the same thing all the time. Oh, so I then it keeps looks fresh. 
Yeah, it's and it's cool too. It's fun to see that. I I love watching. And you brought it up with like flair and the robes and the different colors. And you know Charlotte does that now. And just watching like, oh god, like what's she gonna come out with next? And it is so cool because it's the same style, but you you can protrude such a different vibe <laughs> with whatever color you're wearing. Ah, I love that. Hashtag wrestling fashion. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so it's Friday night. Okay. You feel like you want to be a fan of wrestling. What are you watching? Um, if there's not any sort of live pay-per-view going on that I can watch, then I'll probably either probably get on the network and watch some old stuff from like the '90s, like Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably uh, a classic pay-per-view. I love watching uh, Rumbles. Rumbles are my, it's like my favorite pay-per-view. Me too. I love, I just love <laughs> yeah. that like excitement of like not knowing who's coming out at uh, what number. Right. So it's like that shock factor that whenever, like this year when Edge came out, oh, holy shit. The feels, I lost, right? I lost my mind. Uh, <laughs> I love it, it. It like things like that, like you, that's genuine reactions. Cause they played they played that so perfectly. It's like no one had any idea. And it was so great. And it's just it's like things like that uh that make it great. And probably if I'm not watching a rumble, I'll probably rewatch some like Rock Austin WrestleMania stuff. Yes. Um I like watching Elimination Chambers and Hell in a Cells as well. Uh, I love watching multi-man thing, like matches because there's like so many different elements that, that can happen. Uh, and it's I, I don't it's hard for me to watch as a fan anymore, but sometimes I get lost in it. But most of the time it's usually for like studying purposes. Right. Uh, but there's been <laughs> a few times. There's only like a handful of matches like recent memory that's like really like got me like truly invested. And what was that? One of the most recent ones that I had watched was Keith Lee and uh, Donovan Dajakovic. Oh, yes. From, uh, the last takeover that they did. Mm-hmm. Wow. That one was like, I every time they get like a big pinfall, I thought that was it. And like, I never, I never like bite on those. Like, they're like, oh, that's not the finish. And then. Wait, what? That like, it's it caught. It was getting me, and I was like, it was getting me invested. And it's very rare that I get that. And whenever I can get that, it makes me enjoy and like love uh, match the match even more. Whenever like I can get like emotionally invested like that. Whenever they're getting me with the the false finishes and things like that, it's yeah. so great. It makes me like brings the fan back out of me that's good that's what it should do in in a lot of ways and i feel like that one especially i think it was portland takeover portland and they um oh my god they just like those two when they were on the indie scene were absolutely insane and it was so fun to see them on nxt takeover like showing out like that and it was everybody i feel like we were all watching it you know my friends and i together and then you know people on twitter and social media like were losing it (laughs) because it was just it was fun it was fun to be invested in wrestling and and we love to watch people who are that excited about it and and put on such a freaking showcase 
Oh yeah, and it, it, awesome. it, it makes it fun for me because they're big guys and they're doing yeah. stuff. They're doing stuff that guys that are like 200, 200 pounds or less like what they're doing. So that's like if they can do that, I can do that. And so like, Hell yeah. like so, some some of like I uh, some of my stuff that like helps me be creative when it comes to like doing things in the ring and like that. It, I want those two guys are two guys that I watch one hundred percent. If it's just just something small to like kind of get from and try to like tweak it and make it my own, it's it. Those two are like on the top of the list of guys that I watch. That's awesome. I mean the two great ones too and super super fun and now that you know eventually in the future (laughs) it gets you excited i know you want to go back in wrestling what are your goals kind of post quarantine uh my goals for post quarantine i want to go to more uh more places that i haven't been uh whether it be new states new countries uh, new nationally televised wrestling companies. Uh, you know, like I have, I have a sticky note right here that's uh, in front of my computer, and it only has it has two my two main goals, and it's like my only two goals that are like that I'm going for right now. Uh, it says travel internationally and earn a contract, and so that's like top of the list, and I've. I feel in my heart of hearts that those those two things are very doable. And so that's like what I'm going after. And that's that's the reason why I've been like busting my ass so hard right now during this quarantine, trying to change my body to make me more TV ready, uh, get my wind up so I can go longer and harder. So it's just uh, it's a process and I know it and it's going to be worth it whenever I'm able to uh, put check marks next to those. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I'll be excited for you. And I know everyone who's your fan will be excited for you too. And I, I think they're more than possible, buddy. I think so. <laughs> well, thank you. You are welcome. So my friend, it has been a pleasure speaking with you today. I cannot thank you enough for coming to hang out with me and uh, just have this little informal chat. Um, but I'd love for people to know where they can find you and, uh, all that good information so they know, hey, I got to go follow this guy right now. Alrighty, so uh, all of my social media handles are uh, under at the Crash Jackson. Uh, that's J-A-X-O-N. Um, my Twitter, my Instagram, my Facebook, my YouTube, my Patreon, and my pro wrestling tees. It's all at the Crash Jackson. So, like, it's very simple. You can just copy and paste that and all of those and find me. Uh, I'm trying to uh, get like very good content put out daily uh, with that. I'm slowly starting uh, to build stuff to like put up on my YouTube channel, so I'll be more active on that. Uh, but also, you get to see more behind-the-scenes stuff, like what I'm doing and how I'm doing it on, on my Patreon, plus a whole lot more uh and like the tiers on that i believe i have that set as little as three dollars a month so it's very affordable and it helps me like every little bit helps even if you just like go on my twitter and you retweet something i appreciate every retreat retweet like follow anything uh so i just love like the support that i can get from anybody because i i want to 
be that like kind of beacon of hope for people whenever they like have they're having a bad day and they can go look at my social media or watch one of my matches and like help them forget about the bad stuff even if it's just for like 10 or 15 minutes and so i greatly appreciate any bit of support that anybody gives me well you know what i'm gonna link everything of course so everyone can go do just that and i promise you i've never steered you wrong I'm telling you people, you're going to like this guy. Go watch a lot of his stuff. There's an awesome highlight reel from 2019. If you want to get a feel, it's on YouTube. I'll link that as well. Uh, And, uh, buddy, thanks so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Anytime. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Queen's Court. And uh, as always, please enjoy the rest of your day and be kind to one another. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery! Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes.